Hey everybody, welcome back to the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that keeps you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. I am once again your host, Paul Turner, and we have gathered here uh, today to finish up part two of my interview with Jared Elrod from youthfactor.us about our calling and taking our calling seriously. Uh, And of course, you heard in the first episode that uh, Jared is extremely passionate about this, uh, as am I. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you can enjoy the the finale, if you will, of our discussion. And uh, you're taking a lot from it. So uh, be sure, by the way, to sign up for the Fresh Impact newsletter uh, over there at thediscipleproject.net, where I send out bonus material uh, to all the subscribers uh, with fill-in-the-blank sheets, bonus links, all that kind of good stuff. You can get that stuff that's not in the notes in your inbox. Also, will you please go by, if you've enjoyed this interview or any of the podcasts, will you stop by uh, if you're listening to this via iTunes and will you go ahead and leave a review of this podcast? I would love it to be found uh, by some other youth workers. If you think it's of value, if you think other youth workers would enjoy this, would you please go ahead and hit some stars as well as leave a review? That would mean a, a lot to me. Uh, as an, a fellow youth pastor, uh, you can have a chance to uh, edify me, if you will. So let's go ahead and jump into part two of my interview with Jared Elrod from youthfactor.us on taking our calling seriously. Okay, I know exactly what they are. Um, the other one's going to be someone who's willing to uh, be a learner and constantly be reinventing themselves to always be ready for whatever challenges or, 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 you know, what, whatever it is. So they're not, they're not going to sit back and go, this is the way we do things. They're going to always be learning. They're going to be open and they're going to put in that extra time, whether it's conferences, books, podcasts, um, any of that kind of stuff to figure things out and really be able to be the best version of themselves uh, right at the time. So definitely um, an investment. So being invested, so oh, yeah, really investing sure. in yourself and, and getting better. And if you're not getting better, if you're not getting better at what you do, if you're just hanging on by your fingernails, you got to have some time for learning. You got to find whether that's, like you said, whether that's through podcast or, or YouTube videos. We know a couple of guys with YouTube channels, right, that focus on youth ministry. I <laughs> yeah, think you do. have one. I think I have one. And for those sure. will be in the show notes, by the way. So if you need to find out all about our YouTube channels and training and learning all that stuff. But give me another, give me another quality there. Yeah. So the last one, and this one is like, if you're thinking like, oh, this sounds like a lot, I did, you know, that's not kind of how I think of youth ministry. It comes down to what I think is the most important reason. And it's just because you have, you know, a heart, a burden, whatever you want to say for students. And that's really what it comes down to. And I personally believe that's why I was out of youth ministry for a while, because I was lacking that in the beginning. And that's why I was okay sitting in the office. That's why some of the harder or more personal or awkward, you know, tasks were hard for me. And I resented, you know, a youth, uh, a senior pastor telling me to go to something on a Friday night when I was supposed to be like my day off or, you know, that type of thing. Versus when I came back, um, God had changed my heart and I really had, had a passion for it to the point where it was like, okay, I could sit here and play clash of clans. Um, or I can get up and I can message, you know, for students and then see, you know, and then a conversation strikes out and then I can spend the next couple hours talking with a student who's hurting. Um, and that was what really changed for me. And that I think is what makes all the things I mentioned makes all the hours I work, apparently, you know, extreme hours, um, yeah. worth it and not as hard. Uh, and to me, a lot of those hours, like I argue that I don't even consider all of them working. Cause I feel like, you know, a good percentage of my, my hours worked or things that build, back into me or, th- or whatever, that's a whole nother conversation or a whole nother point. But it's that, that heart where you're, you're, you're not counting the time. You're not counting the hours. Um, you're saying like, I want to reach these kids. And if it takes 
me deleting all the games off my phone. So that way, every time I sit down to play a cell phone game and there's none there, that reminds me to go message a couple of students. Um, whatever your version of that is, I mean, it doesn't have to be like I've chosen to get rid of a lot of those kind of things that suck my time out. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what it looks like for you, but that, that heart that makes all the other things I mentioned um, not seem like, oh, this isn't what I, I signed up for. It makes it seem like, hey, whatever it takes, I gotta, we got to get in there and win these kids. Absolutely. And, and for me, I have done my best to – I don't spend a lot of time in the office uh, just because I just don't. Um, not because – I mean I do a, a, a reasonable amount. I, I figure out what my office time is, but I work best on fly. I mean this, this little gadget right here uh, <laughs> keeps me connected all the time, right? Because, you, you, like I said, you used to have to like use your like office phone, <laughs> to call yeah. parents or people, <laughs> but man, I can send posts. I can do videos. I can just, you know, whatever I'm doing or wherever I'm going or whatever I have going on, uh, shopping another two something. And I, I want to make sure that our listeners and watchers, those who are watching and those who are listening on the, uh, the podcast know this, no matter whether you're, whether you're bivocational, a volunteer or full time, like, uh, Jared said there, every, this is not a guilt trip. We don't, we're not trying to guilt people out or make people feel bad if they're not doing enough, uh, time. Uh, there's plenty of people that are that are watching the clock, right? There's plenty of people who will be happy to tell you that you're not, um, you know, doing enough for the kingdom's sake. Uh, and so, for that reason, you know, you, like you said, I think you have to be able to know who you are, know what your your family responsibilities are, and all those things. But because of technology, because of things like that, using technology and using those things to stay connected with kids. Um, you know what? I also believe in. A uh, uh, side to the same coin is a ministry of presence and a ministry of absence. In other words, I know when to be present in a kid's life. And I know when there's times when they don't want, they don't need to hear from me. Too much of me is a bad thing, right? I don't need to be all up in their business all the time. I, if I'm going to do that, I might as well be their parent. I mean, that's going <laughs> to be, you know, if I'm always checking on them, I'm always doing that. So there has to be for me, the balance for me is, Ministry of presence that make the time count that when I'm with them, I am fully engaged with them. They will not forget the moment that I am with them because they know I'm with them. So whether that's taking a kid with me to the hospital visit, uh, whether that's taking a kid shopping with me to go buy supplies for youth games or whatever it is, we can all find a way to maximize those little moments and times to spend time with kids. But then there's the other side of the coin where it's ministry of absence that says, you know what, uh, Maybe I need to stay out of this situation. You know, sometimes you can get roped into uh, some drama that maybe you don't want to be involved in, uh, that, that families need to work out for themselves. And sometimes a youth pastor can complicate it. I speak from experience <laughs> on this issue, by the way. I just need to point that out, that I have uh, stepped into hornet's nest thinking that I was helping the situation when in reality I was not. I was aggravating because either the parents were – it was either none of my business and the families did not want me to know stuff about what was going on in their family. Yeah. They just, they just, they did not want me to know things or they were somewhat jealous in the fact that they felt like I was taking their kid's side or I was, uh, you know, doing stuff like that, that, um, you know, it wasn't true. I mean, I wasn't trying to do that, but it's a perceived, yeah. uh, it was a, it's a perceived thing amongst family that, uh, that I am an interloper of some kind. So, um, so I think in, in keeping that, uh, keeping your ministry of presence, when you're present, be present, 
be it that game, be it that band thing, be it that football game, be it those things. But and then the other part is know when you're not supposed to be there, right? Let parents be parents. You do youth work when when kids call upon you and uh, and when you interact with them. And I think it you know matters too to single youth pastors versus married youth pastors or married mm-hmm. youth pastors with kids or uh, married youth pastors with no kids and everybody has their, everybody has their different dynamic with that. So, but these are all great points, Jared. I think it's a, I think it's an excellent point to be made. Um, you know, because even the apostle Paul talked about, you know, the fact is, look, if you don't work, you don't eat. He, he mm-hmm. discouraged laziness. He discouraged people from sitting around idle, idle hands, right. And talking about some of the women of the scriptures, uh, talking about being idleness and things like that. And the fact that we, we tend to maybe focus, uh, we don't spend our time very wisely. Uh, you know, we're just like gabbing women at the gate, talking about whatever versus mentoring versus, you know, training the older and the younger, you know, the older training, the younger kids and things like that. So there's always ways we can connect with, um, with kids. If we do, if we just have the time to do that, right. If we make the time, right. Right? If not have the time, it's make the time. Um, so, uh, any other thoughts, buddy? I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to cut the subject short, but if you were to give any other recommendations, if you would, if somebody's thinking about their calling and whether or not they're taking it serious or not, what, what would you ask somebody to check? What would be the, the gut check or the, or the, um, things to look for if, if maybe, if maybe they're not taking it too seriously? What, what are some, I, I, once again, we're not judging people. We're simply trying to set up a, a format if we can to say how do we check you know the scripture says what examine yourself to see if you're still in the faith right that's about that's about belief but maybe there's times too that you have to examine yourself to see if you're still passionate and you're still in the calling if you're still in what you're supposed to be doing because some people go through that you know whether or not they should even be doing what they're doing right now and they struggle with that so what would you say to those what would be the check down list if you will, that if somebody was to examine themselves and to see whether or not they're, they're either still passionate or they're still taking what they do as a, as a serious thing, as a serious part of what God's asked them to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, I would say, uh, where does your mind go when you have, have some free time? Does it go to students? Does it go to ministry? Does it go to, well, I'm tired. I need to spend some time with the Lord. Um, does it go to, and I'm not saying not, you have to be perfect in every single time. And there are some times where you just need to veg out. Um, but overall, like, where does your mind go when you're tired, when you're upset, when you're bored? Um, are you reaching for your, you know, your phone to play games, to watch those videos, to just kind of kill some time and, and veg yeah. out because you, or, or are you thinking like, how can, Oh, you know what? Hey, I I'm at the DMV and I've got some time. Um, it's been really busy. Let me get caught up on my, my Bible reading or let me get caught up on messaging students or whatever it is. Just like, where does your mind go? Like, is it something that when you're physically doing youth ministry, you're there, but anytime you're out, your mind is on other things. Um, and it's not something that you ever think about. Cause if it's a passion, if it's something it's obviously going to consume, you're thinking about it a lot. Right. So that is my number one check is when I have to watch and say, okay, when's my mind starting to stray off and it's on other things, whether it be on bills or problems or, you know, yeah, poor me because of look at all the stuff that this or that, or I'm underappreciated. Um, and, and for me, the answer to that, I'm a firm believer in um, recognizing the problem and then taking it to the Lord. Like I remember being in high school and, and being like, God, 
I hate the Old Testament. <laughs> it's like, I know logically, like, there's cool stuff in there. It was around, I remember around the time of Lord of the Rings, I was praying, I was like, I know there's stuff in here, guys, that's like way cooler than like Helm's Deep or any of the Lord of the Rings stuff, but I hate it. Like, can you make this more interesting? Like, I'm going to read it. I'm going to be faithful to read it, but can you like show up and make it more interesting? And now I love the Old Testament. So I believe it can be the same way where you can come and be, it's almost like that whole, I believe, help my own belief. It's like, God, I'm not that into youth ministry right now. Like, I don't feel like it's time to move on. It's not me being called into senior pastor or anything like that. It's right, just, I am, right. for whatever reason, God, I am going to not show up and do the motions, but for that would be like, Lord, I'm going to dedicate an extra 30 minutes, 45 minutes, hour, whatever it is. I'm going to give up one of my shows, whatever it is, to spend time in prayer and, and studying, not for a message, but just to study. Uh, and, and can you, will you honor that by showing up and making me more passionate for you and for the calling you've placed on me? Um, cause I'm noticing my mind's going to all these other places and my heart isn't really in it. Cause like, right. Like your mind's going to go to where your, your heart actually is. Right. Uh, and that's, you're going you're to be pondering on the things of like what you're actually caring about. So uh, to me, that that's my best check. Um, and I, when I start getting grumpy, I start, you know, anything, just my mind's on dumb stuff or not on, you know, on the kind of things I'm normally passionate about. I know like, okay, it's time. I'm a, a little empty. I need to go spend some time in prayer. I need to go read some, read some word and not, stu- not studying, but just go read some word right. and see where it takes me type thing. Um, right. so yeah, that, that's, uh, I, I think, I hope I answered the question. I kind of, I think you did. I think you did. I think, I think, like I said, we, we get distracted and we get into, um, you know, personal pursuits, uh, you know, pursuit of money, uh, the pursuit of other things that, you know, uh, don't add value to the bottom line. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, for me, like I, I, we got rid of our movie channel. So my night times are not filled with me staying up late watching movies, uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, you know, there's every, we can always trim, we can always trim back on some things. I don't have any games on my phone. I don't have yeah, any, uh, because number one, I figured out early on that my kids wanted to always borrow my phone. I had games mm-hmm. on them. So I made sure I didn't have any games on them. Otherwise, yeah, my that's, kids, that's been a nice side benefit. <laughs> that's right. My, not only my personal kids, but like my youth ministry kids would like want to borrow my phone and play games okay. and would do whatever. So now that, uh, now that all these children have their own phones, they can do what they want to do. So, uh, but anyway, Jared, I think that's good, man. I think, I think we'll wrap the, the, uh, meat section of this. Uh, up here because it fits in between the slices of bread right uh (laughs) that we have here and so i want to move into a segment uh called nerding out and i want to know some of the things that you are nerding out about by the way this is a complete side note when you talk about lord of the rings and uh, did you see um uh did you see the latest um uh movie risen Uh, no i haven't okay there's a scene there that reminds me of when the dwarves are running through the woods or something. And it has like all these disciples running and it just okay. kind of reminded the picture reminded me they're like running through like a cavern or something. And I'm yeah. like, wait a second. Maybe they're borrowing from that. I don't know what they were doing. They're trying to make a Lord of the Rings kind of thing out of it. I don't know, but it was, it was a decent movie. But mm-hmm. besides that, that's, but I did nerd out about that just because the movie comes from a different perspective and I, yeah. I like it because it's told from the viewpoint of the guard of one of the Roman guards uh, uh, that uh, was there when Christ, um, you know, died. And, and, uh, and so he's on a journey to find the missing body. And so that's yeah. kind of a, 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 kind of a cool element there. But what are some of the things that you're nerding out about? Maybe it's an app, maybe it's movies, maybe it's music, maybe it's some sort of tech. What, what's going on in your world that you seem to be somewhat fascinated with at the moment? 
Um, I'll give a, a more spiritual and a less spiritual answer. <laughs> you are super spiritual, Jared. I would not I would expect any less than a spiritual answer. So, so all our listeners, our listeners are super spiritual too, by the way. They're all nodding their heads like, oh, yes, give me the spiritual, Paul. Give yeah. it to me. So on that side, I'm really um, interested in kind of like the bookends of two different perspectives of kind of some stuff I'm, I'm on a journey searching. So I've already mentioned like, um, you know, I've gone back a hundred years and I'm, I'm reading and listening to, um, a lot of books from just l- long buried and dead ministers. So it started with Moody and then now I'm, I'm reading a book, um, and I'm actually reading, uh, on my phone cause I, I normally listen to audible. And so I dug this one up, uh-huh. uh, on, on George Mueller, who is someone who inspired Moody and he's all about faith. And he did this entire ministry without asking men for anything. Just God provided all the needs doing an orphanage. And that's like crazy to me especially coming from a marketer background where everything's about asking and, you know, making that ask and, and whatnot. So I, um, those kind of things are really, so I'm going back a hundred years of like these great, mm-hmm. like you know, godly men, but then I'm also then taking like um, kind of comparing that to, to see their work ethic and their philosophy on ministry and how they ran their daily lives and their kind of personal philosophy, um, comparing that with, um, some of the top marketers right now who, who mo- growing in influence, like uh, Gary Vee being the number one um, and just seeing how he's growing in influence. I, I'm fascinated by the concept of um, non-Christian marketers who are finding success in their business off of biblical principles, not because they read the Bible, but because they tried everything else until they hit a biblical principle and go, Correct. oh, this works. Yes. And, and that's fascinating to me. And then that makes me wonder like, you know, like these guys are stumbling in like in darkness upon these biblical principles. Right. And then like we have like the manual and a lot of times we take it for granted. So um, I'm kind of bookended with that between, you know, the podcast, the book, the um, uh, the Daily V actually has really been a lot because I'm seeing his daily life. Yeah. And comparing that to like these guys from 100 years ago. Where's that balance? Where do I fall in? Where does God want me to be? Um, and so that's, that's one thing I've been for, the, for a couple of weeks kind of nerding out on. Um, and then the other one, uh, is the, the less spiritual. Yes. So I have, um, all, our, all, our, all our listeners just went, Oh yeah, <laughs> the non-spiritual yeah. stuff. Give it to me, Paul. Give it to me. <laughs> I have been, um, for the last few months since about November, really, I, man, I really cut out like basically everything that I watched. Um, for a long time, since I, uh, for a, oh, at least a year, if not a year and a half, I haven't had any, you know, games on my phone. I was playing too many games and wasting too much time. So I got rid of those a while back. Uh, but since about November, I, I went through and I cut out almost every single show. So the only like quote unquote TV watching I did was when at night my wife would be watching one of her shows that I'd, I'd kind of be watching it with her, but I also had my laptop. So it was like right. I'm following the story and we can like discuss it and talk about it. But I'm also like trying to redeem that time by having my laptop out. And I made the decision to like bring a show in and I'm watching, uh, I only saw the first season of, and I loved it is, uh, arrow. Um, oh yeah. You know, the green, the green arrow. And so my wife wanted to watch it with me and there's three seasons that are dropped on Netflix now. And I remember like being so pumped up by the show. Like it was so motivating for me. So I'd watch an episode kind of had the same effect. Like now when I watch some Gary Vee stuff, like I'd watch an episode mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, okay, now I want to go do something. And, um, at the time it was a business. So I like, I like I'd I'd have to go out and work. So I'd watch one or two episodes. I'd go work forever. So I was like, I want to I want to get back into that. I remember it was really motivating. Um, I haven't been watching anything for a long time, and so like it's as good as I remember. And I can't wait to get to season two and and three of the stuff that I haven't seen yet. Uh, and and I'm loving it. 
<laughs> well, that is awesome. I, I, once again, I, I, you know, I tried to watch. I mean, I watched like season one of Arrow. I don't think mm-hmm. I've gotten through season two uh, entirely yet. Um, but you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I really like to watch. I'd love to watch things like The Flash and mm-hmm. Arrow. And uh, I was really addicted to The Blacklist for a long time. Uh, uh, then um, there's a show with uh, Jim Caviezel where he is uh, like a mercenary. Um, golly, I can't remember what that's called. It's all about the computer age and how how the computer sees you everywhere. And okay. I wish I could remember that. Um, Oh, I can't remember. But anyway, all these different shows, and I'll be honest with you, I don't think I'm really, I'm not missing them like I used to miss them. Like, yeah. like I, I used to like DVR everything and fill up the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. and and then and then I'd wind up like not watching them. Uh, but for now, I, I keep it to a few things. Like I just finished binging Daredevil season two, which has a lot of great faith moments, and it. it has a lot of great uh, iconic type. Uh, because you know uh, Matt's uh, faith is involved there with his decisions and things like that, yeah. and how he looks at things morally uh, plays a big part. He's got uh, a strong uh, Catholic background, from what I remember about the comics. He does, yes, he does, and uh, and that plays a part. In fact, you see him praying. You see him praying for people, like he's there and he's okay. praying and talking with his priest and things like that. So I, you know, I nerd out about that stuff, trying to find you know how <laughs> how religion is portrayed and how it comes out naturally at least in this yeah. uh comes out very naturally it's uh, funny you uh, said that i actually at one point had a show um it's still on youtube called geek church and it was me and my intern at the time where we would like go read a comic book and find like an issue and like the whole example i came up with when i pitched it to him was like you know how like scott was married and then like gene died and then he was like married to uh the you know emma whatever the right? snow queen emma, whatever. Frost. Um, emma, emma frost. frost there we go and then, like, she, and then his wife came back, and like the moral dilemma that caused him. Like, what if we like put a biblical perspective to these things, or like, you know, like, or like Wolverine is like j- feeling justified in murder, you know? And so, like, we actually had a show where we did for over a year where we would like read a comic book and we would just nerd out and like that and the, like the spiritual side of it and everything. And um, that is so, a yeah. great idea. So I need there. to I need to search <laughs> that up in YouTube Geek Church. And yeah. uh, and watch that, watch that. I think, but that's just, but that's a great idea. I mean, people do that. I mean, it's so popular now to do guys who do The Walking Dead, or mm-hmm. they do show episodes and they do recaps and they do yeah. all those things. So you were way ahead of the curve as far as that goes. You were doing you were doing that kind of stuff, and 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 uh, but just in comic book world. Mm-hmm. And Which now think, there's so many yeah. shows that like if we were still doing it, it'd be so much easier now because we could just watch the latest episode. We would we would like we didn't have money because, you know, I was a youth <laughs> pastor and he was an intern. So we drive down to the, the bookstore and we, we pretty much did exclusively trade paperbacks because right. we didn't have the money to buy the actual comics. So we go down <laughs> and we binge read like <laughs> for hours and we take notes and we come back and record. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is outstanding. Like today would be so much easier because you could like find like you would show like the cartoon, the you'd show the comic clip like while you're talking, right? You would just kind of show the yeah. frame or the box or the whatever where that's going on. So I think that's just cool stuff, man. I think uh, I think stuff like that is just uh, people could you know youth pastors. That's another way to use your time effectively, right? Is getting kids involved in your technology and talking about things they like. And talking about things like that and being able to use your time with them. I think that is very, very cool. Um, let's see. I think we're going to move into the last segment here, Jared. I think we're going to go into our time of motivation. I think we've tried to help 
youth pastors move their ministry forward. Hopefully they've taken this to heart and none of them, I'm not going to get terrible emails or anything like that. We're not judging anybody. We're simply trying to help people up their game. Uh, we're trying to examine our hearts to say, look, we're, we're taking, this generation is worth our time, our effort, our, uh, all the gifts that we have, right? That not waste time, right? Redeem the time for the days are evil, scripture says, right? To buy that time back, to use it for purpose, and now we talk directly to them. Let's let's build them up a little bit. What would you? How would you? What would you like to say to youth workers, both watching and listening, that uh, that will just give them some motivation? Some of them are discouraged. Some of them are are beating themselves up because they feel like they they can't don't put enough time in or can't put enough time in, and um, and really just uh, leave them with a good word as far as what they what they can reflect upon and take away from this uh, that um, that would encourage their hearts. For sure. Um, what I would say is uh, what you do matters. I know a lot of times it can seem like not. Um, a lot of the little things, um, all your time that you're putting in to students and, and everything matters. Um, even if it's just that annoying 45 minutes with that one student as they're waiting for their parent to pick them up um, way late after a service or an event. Um, all those little things that aren't really in the job description, but somehow we end up having to do and can be discouraging you know, when you wanted to get home by a certain time and you had to, you know, that extra stuff, um, the time we spend texting and then this, this student stops, you know, coming to our youth ministry after you spend hours of up multiple nights, you know, counseling and, and encouraging them. Um, it all matters. And it's not stuff that just disappears. Like we may not see it until the other side of, of heaven, but yeah. it's all being invested in into their lives. It's all stuff that um, I love to think of the concept of like, it's almost as if uh, like, I don't want to say tools, but almost like tools for like the Holy Spirit. Like we're putting this stuff in there and then it, for us, it may seem like it stops and it just terminates there. And it's like, well, I'm never gonna get that time back. That student's gone. This happened when it happened. Um, but you know, the Holy Spirit is going to, that stuff invested in them that the Holy Spirit can pull on and draw on for the rest of their lives until he draws them back into his perfect plan for them. So don't be discouraged in doing good, even if it's a uh, little small good, that's uh, unplanned things that seem insignificant. That's right. Well, that's a good word, Jerry, because like the scripture says, like you said, you know, do not be weary in well-doing for in due season, you will reap a harvest. And uh, we're all seed sowers. We're all people of the flesh. We're all people in the natural, right, with supernatural power. Um, and there are days that we're, that guys are discouraged. And so that's a, that's a good word to remember is that every good, that we do for a student today is, is a seed that is sown that will eventually come back, even in its due season, its due time, even beyond our ministry that we may never see. We may get a phone call 10 years from now from a student about something we mm -hmm. did or something we said that maybe made an impact upon their life. So, well, Jared, thanks for joining me today for the, uh, for the podcast today and for the Blab session. What would Thanks you, if, if people, if people want to reach you, if they want to find you out there in the World Wide Web, uh, where could they where could they find you? How can they um, get in touch with you? Best place would be kind of home base, uh, youthfactor.us. Uh, they can email me. Um, what, it's just Jared, J-A-R-E-D, uh, in Elrod, E-L-R-O-D, gmail.com. That's my email. Um, that'll go right to my phone, so I'll see that. Uh, and, and, of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook. You can search me and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and so tell about your the YouTube, website and tell them about your YouTube channel too, because that's all on your YouTube. I mean, all the YouTube stuff's on your channel yeah. anyway. Yeah, you can find um, my YouTube either through going to the website and then clicking on one, or just going to YouTube and searching 
uh, U Factor TV. Uh, I have a show where I kind of get up and I'll have topics I feel are on my heart. And then after they've kind of percolated long enough in my notebook and I feel like I'm ready, I'll go and record an episode where I get up and just sometimes it's more of a rant. Sometimes it's encouraging. Sometimes it's more tactical. Uh, and I record it and I put it together in little, you know, 10, 15 minute, uh, every now and then 20 minute episodes. Uh, and then I put them out there and hopefully they're encouraging and inspiring. Um, some of them have been more tactical, like about using Snapchat and stuff like that. But a lot of them have been more, um, it's completely different to be honest. God's totally turned it. Um, when I, I was reluctant to get into it cause I'm like, you know, there's so many guys out there with more experience and I felt like God wanted me to do it. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do it, uh, and I was going to get out there and I was going to pull on my marketing experience. And I was going to be like, how to use like Facebook dark posts to get your students, you know, or students from high school about your youth ministry. And like, I did that, that, uh, Snapchat one. And that was about it with that. And then just, God keeps putting these things in my heart and they're not technical. They're not like how to do Facebook, how to do Instagram marketing right. tips or anything like that. It's right. all been kind of like encouragement, um, built up kind of, you know, light of fire type, type stuff. And so I'm like so nervous every time I put one out. Cause I was, it's like, you know, like almost like, I feel like almost evangelistic when it's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go in. But then it's like, Oh, but now it's on the internet. So <laughs> Uh, now I have, okay. It's, I'm always nervous when I like, it's all ready. It's all put together. And I have like, okay, I'm going to go out there and share it. Oh, I hope this one goes well. So every single week I do it. I'm like, I'm all nervous. And then I've never, well, I've mostly not gotten, you know, any negative feedback. Um, right. I had one, one article I got razzed a bit, but, um, it's been really good. And it's just kind of fun to watch God be like, okay, well you can think it's going to be this just to get you started. And then, okay, left turn. This is what you're actually going to do now. That's right. Sometimes, sometimes the things we're doing are not the things we're doing. We're practicing whatever it is. We're, sometimes the mm-hmm. things we're doing are practice for something else. Right. Yeah. So, right. Uh, but I, well, Jared, thanks so much for joining me for the youth mystery motion podcast. I hope that everybody that's listening will get in touch with you. They will check out your website. Uh, and they will check out your YouTube channel and they'll hit you on Twitter and all those good things. All that stuff will be in the show notes, by the way. And so uh, for those that are listening, by the way, don't forget to sign up for the Fresh Impact Newsletter uh, at thedisciplesproject.net. And you can click there, start making an impact today, and you'll get the show notes. You'll get all kinds of extra goodies and all that kind of good stuff. So you guys, uh, I will talk to you guys uh, next time on the Ministry Motion Podcast where – Uh, You can get motivated and keep your youth ministry moving forward. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.